when I'm on, they gon' have questions for me. What them bad hoes like? Can you bless me, homie? Did you buy those? We're back. Back to even. It is Friday, May 19th. Almost said the wrong date. May 19th. We are back to even. Thank you so much for joining us on this ride. I don't know about my co-host, but I have had a long week, so I am looking forward to cutting a couple veins open and you know just having some fun tonight and getting my general mood back to where it needs to be to be living a good life. All that being said, as always, my name is Jeff, and joined by my beautiful, lovely, talented co-host. Hey Ben. Hey Ben. 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 Hey Ben. Oh Ben. 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 Mr. Bennett Synth. How you doing, brother? What up, Jeffrey? <clears throat> Dude, I'm living. Been a long week for Moa. You too, huh? That's myself, yeah. Um, I was, um, if this went four hours tonight, I wouldn't be upset. I wouldn't either. I don't know how many people would listen, but I wouldn't be upset. They'd start, at least, you know. <laughs> and then they'd be like, what the fuck are these guys talking about? They'd be listening to Probably them. Probably a lot of nothing. Hey. You never know, right? Like, we might just start fighting. People might be intrigued. Um, we could. Last week was uh, kind of a bit of a break from the norm for us. A lot of yeah. disagreements, but not, like, planned. Yeah. That's what I liked about it. I had a lot of fun last week because yeah, it, no, it just felt like every time we started bringing something up, we were just on the opposite side of the, the table there. It was fucking dope. Yeah, Pete. Uh, text me a couple times like really spicy Ben this episode and I was like well I don't know why I just think we're both were just in that mood of like well let's debate everything color of air go no fuck you you're wrong <laughs> absolutely absolutely um well hey long week to you long week to me cheers brother good to cheers. see your face oh look at that you got a little uh Yep, drinking some uh, TX bourbon tonight. Excellent, so. excellent. Uh, I still got a couple See. bush apples left. Good for you. Yeah, why, why was your week long? Well, just long. Now, um, you know, it just the normal day-to-day stuff of life. One, I think, I think being the first week without football again has made it long, right? Like Interesting off of uh off of spring ball for three weeks so really have nothing going on until first week of june then we got some seven on seven tournaments so it's just kind of like just kind of like crawling you know it was such a rush to be back into it and to have that and then it's kind of like all right now what do we do a little bit of a little bit of depression there yeah i think right yeah probably like it's over for sure yeah even though it's not, right? It just felt, I'm assuming it probably right. felt like, man, that was so much fun. I want to keep going. Yeah. But, yeah, you got to take a little break. Love the branded cup you got rocking there, my man. That's Thank excellent. You. Excellent. Thank you. Yeah. So, no, otherwise, you know, the work grind, that's always, yeah, got a lot of stuff, you know, just work stuff, you know, trying to close some deals and keep them moving and, you know how it is. You know how the business world is. Hey, you gotta, you gotta keep pushing those things down your pipeline. Get them from That's prospects right. to qualified. Keep your funnel full. Yes. You know. Yes. If I hear that yeah. one more time, uh, this yeah, this month, 
I'm going to slap something. <laughs> I don't know why, but I just, it's, oh, I get so tired yeah. of hearing that. Like, what do you fucking think I'm doing all goddamn day? Yeah, and it's it's tough and fun at the same time. We have a sales training next week, which I've, I mean, I'm not, not looking forward to it. I talked to the guy today leading it and I was like, listen, you know, he wanted to talk for 30, 40 minutes. I said, be straight up. I've worked for a couple companies that invest hard in sales training. Fastenal is one of them. They just train you really good to find a better job. Uh, and then, but I was like, I'm also a coach. So if you're going to come in here and like sales robot us to death, I'm going to lose interest in the first five minutes mm -hmm. and it's going to be a long two days. And yeah. so I think that kind of made for my long week, knowing that I have that next week too. And then I talked to the guy and it, it seems like it'll be all right, but sure. I'm just like, I hate that shit so much because it is, it's usually like, this is how you handle objections. This is how you, you know, everything is different, dude. Everything yeah. is different. Yeah. So like, fuck. and everyone, Correct. Fuck that. Right. Like you're not yeah. a telemarketer. Correct. You know, it's, it, that's what's super frustrating when you do something like that, right? Like a sales training to me, those things should never be like, here's how you sell. It's here's what's next for us, right? right. Get you fired up about what you're doing and, and the, you know, what you're selling and the industry you're in and, you know, let you become, you know, kind of like a leading edge, or a leading cutting edge, you know, subject matter expert that can speak intelligently to your clients, not, well, when, when someone says no, you need to rebut with A, B, C, or D. You know, fuck that. Like, I yeah. know how to handle people. That's not the right. issue, right? It, a lot of times it's, maybe it's me, right? Like, I'm not motivated, so fucking motivate me. Don't make me sit sure. in a week-long class where I want to shoot my, you know, fucking eyes out. And yeah like suck all enthusiasm from me so right. oh, that stuff is so painful sometimes and I, I i've been a part of a couple things like that where it's like man if you put me in a classroom setting obviously we're yeah. not in a school right but if you make me sit in a conference room for three straight days I, i'm out right like i check yeah. out within an hour and i'm you know playing tic-tac-toe with my fucking bench partner self you yeah know i'm I mean? gonna go crazy i know i will i don't have the mental capacity or the <clears throat> attention span for that kind of stuff no you know? no nope. uh but yeah dude it's uh you gotta make it fun yeah I'd, yeah it'll be good i talk like i said i talked to the guy good he seemed all right and so but i'm 100 percent with you dude sometimes these are but this is just like the first one at this company that i'm working for that it hasn't been like a product training, you know, sure. usually it's like our vendors come in and then, you know, teach us how to sell their shit. Um, but this one's like, yeah, I was like, Oh my gosh, sales training, you know, no thanks, but it'll be cool. We'll see. I'll report back next week. I'll give everybody the big conclusion next week. How was it? Did I learn anything? And I'll bring it back to the table. Can't wait. Can't wait. Yep. You can you can do some mock calls on me. Cool. Yeah. Excellent. No, I've done a bazillion of those, and I don't ever want to do an, <laughs> another mock call again because yeah, never it'll never prepare you, dude. 
I mean, here's a prime example. The best way I ever handled objection in my life, I brought a quote to this lady, and she was mad that the, the guy let me quote out stuff. And I looked at her, and I was with my old sales manager, Greg, and I said, you look mad. I hope this pricing changes your mood. And I handed her the quote, and I got an order that day. And everybody was like, what the fuck? But it's just like, you just handle the situation. You have to be able mm-hmm. to talk, you know? For sure. So not to ramble on sales training here, but it's just, you know, you know. it. It's not sales. It's relationship building, right? And Correct. You, you got to just be able to read the room and react appropriately. Know when it's okay to, like, cut a joke. When it's okay yeah. to swear. When it's okay to just be like, yeah, no, fuck this. This, this is not a good fit. I don't yeah. want to be here either. Right. So spade to spade. We doing this or not? All right, fuck it. I'm out. I got better shit to do with my time. So do you. Bye. Please don't waste my time. Yeah. yeah. See you later. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you know? Shit. On to the next. Correct. Um, you got a weather update? Monsoon I mean, season starting early. It's back-to-back right. nights. Some solid rain. I'm watching lightning off in the distance right now. Love it. Um, pretty crazy. Pretty good light show last night, too. So, um, I think it's also just rain. I don't know why everybody down here calls it monsoons. Um, it's just like a thunderstorm to me. But I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we get those like once a week up here for like six months. Yeah. I mean, it is pretty cool to be in the middle of the desert and see the, the rain come in. And But yeah, haboobs, you know. But I just don't understand why everybody calls them a monsoon. Like, it's just a rainstorm. That's all. It's just like a thunderstorm. It's a thunderstorm. Like, literally, it's just raining. That's all it is. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Correct. But everybody's like, monsoon season. Mm. Run for cover. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you're in the mountains, please do run for cover because they could just wipe you away. <laughs> nice. Well, I. How I, about for you? What's your weather update? It's it's the same. It, you know, it's perfect. Um, but. It's also apparently apocalypse season here. Canada's on fire, and yeah, we can't. Yeah, go ahead. No, nah, and like it's been smoke-filled skies for two days. It is nuts. Yeah, just feel like that happens every year. I mean, I remember the Canadian wildfire smoke coming down. You know, yearly at least spring or fall, usually. Uh, but from the looks and sounds, this one seems to probably be the worst of all time. It's pretty intense. You can smell it a little bit. You know, the sun or the moon, all like it's orange. It's weird. Yeah. Like, I don't know if you remember like any pictures that came out of those California wildfires and just oh, how yeah. weird the sky looked. That's what it, it looks like, man. It looks like, is it raining? Nope. It's like smoky ash weirdness. Crazy. Super weird. Like, we had kids who didn't come to practice tonight. Uh, because of the smoke? Yeah. Like, there's a air advisory warning and all this stuff. Like, if you have asthma or, I don't know, some other weird breathing condition. I don't know what it would be. Uh, you have gills and, you know, you need clean air to breathe. I Yeah. So, a couple of them just didn't show up because it was too smoky. Strange. 15 days to slow the smoke. Sounds like what needs to happen in the state of Minnesota. <laughs> Shut her down, Governor Walls. Yep. Let's wrap it I up. Mean, that's wild that, okay, the air warning comes out here every day because heavily populated, hot area. You see the smog every day, right? Yeah. 
But I don't know if people skip stuff. So that's pretty wild to hear that you got parents telling Billy and whoever, you don't got to go to practice tonight. So the air quality is 169. I have no idea what that means. I figured that scale was out of 100, dude. Um, But when you look at this map, it's all red. Yeah, it is. It's insane. Oh, it goes up to 500 AQI. Okay. So you're really not even that bad, dude. Look at this shit. Yeah, I'm pulling it up right now. Um, Yeah, North. Yeah, it's. Holy shit. Look at North America. Yeah, you down there in Arizona, you guys are red too. Yeah. It's like freaking purple up there in Canada and Canada. We're always red down here. It's. it's the carbon monoxide in there from the vehicles. Sure. Killing the ozone. That's what we do down here in the Southwest. I don't care. I ain't going to see it. <laughs> I don't know. It just sounded good. Yeah. Yeah. UV index is low, though, because the light can't get through the smoke. So that's nice. We got that going for Which, us. That is good. Which can't. is kind of crazy because the UV index is always higher on cloudy days. So you should wear sunscreen, you know? Mm-hmm. So, which is kind of, I mean, I would assume, I would associate smoke and cloud, but maybe I'm just a dummy. I don't know. Well, we're not official weathermen. We just like to Yeah, but I don't think are. they are either. I don't think that's like fair. anybody that's actually a weather person, okay, they, them, uh, he, she, her, him, um, I don't think, they are weather people technically either. I think they just read their apps. I think I found a new career then. Yeah, we could. We could. I'll dive just into keep that. Keep your clothes on. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. I'll draw a lot of dicks. Well, with storm fronts. Well, I mean, you can't just be the, the penis drawn guy. You know, you gotta gotta. Why not? Kinda, well, because that's not always how the radar looks. If it's there, take full advantage. Where there's the a will, looks, no. Mm. Where there's a will, there's a way. Yeah, get hit here, get hit here. And if you're in this area, correct, right here at the tip, <laughs> watch out. Tornadoes coming your way. Yep. You could. There's always a way to draw a dick on a Stratocaster or whatever the fuck it's called. Yeah. You know what kind of foods are shaped like dicks? The best kinds. <laughs> oh, shit. That's from the movie Superbad, if you didn't know. You ever seen that? I have. I yeah. have. That's a good one. Finishing good up one. this big, veiny, triumphant bastard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so good. So good. Shit. Shit. Yeah, dude. Um, Jack and Jocelyn rocked the shit out of the Lion King. You know, I was going to ask you how them grass and zebras were. Best I've ever seen. Only ones I've ever seen, but also the best. So, so next year, we're going to see what time or what day the play's on before we sign them up? <sighs> Yes-ish. They didn't tell you. Yeah, but I think you could be like, hey. Really need to know. Curious. For sure. Yep, we got some stuff going on. Kids are getting busy. Maybe we're taking a trip. Maybe mom and dad want to go have a couple beers at a country music concert. Would have been I great. don't know. But when's this going down? And if the 
I mean, the producer or whoever, I mean, yeah, really honestly probably took two of the better looking kids in the cast as well and made them nobody. So I don't know what that's all about, but I would have threw a fit. They were, they were probably the youngest people there um, or close to it. Now I will say, and this was pretty like the production of it was a lot better than I thought it was going to be. So shout out to whoever the fuck these people are. They did a good job. And it was really cute. Like Jackson and Jocelyn got like these invitations for it. I mean, it's a fucking, it's a flyer, like come see the play. Right. Yeah. And they handed it out to a ton of kids. They had like 20 friends there supporting. Really? Yeah. And I just, I was like, why are other parents coming to this? Uh, Don't you people have lives? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking, right? Like, there's no way in hell I'm going. Uh, but Jack, sorry that your buddy's in the play, but we aren't doing that. Correct. Like, again, I get I'm the asshole here. But, dude, it, like, the look on their faces afterwards when, like, all their friends went up to him, Jack was like, dude, it felt like I won a championship because they were all so happy for me. I'm like, that's awesome, That's man. cool. That's great. Good for you. That's Proud, cool. You know, keep doing your thing. We'll, like, we'll say if they were the youngest people there, producer also missed a golden opportunity for one of your children to play Simba. Yeah, Simba had a lot of lines. Well, at least at the beginning, like the circle of life Simba, you know, where they hold him up. Sure. <laughs> well, yes. That being said, the oldest person there was only like three years older than them, so they weren't going to be able oh. to lift up like Jack or Jocelyn. <laughs> Instead, they just substituted a stuffed animal. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Kind of a letdown then. A little bit. So it wasn't no Broadway production is what you're saying. I thought this was... No, it wasn't Hamilton level for sure, but it also yeah. was a lot better than I thought it was going to be. I will say that. Well, that's good. Yeah. That's good. Did you get any autographs? <laughs> yeah, for my two kids. They signed the playbill. Nice. And, nice. and we'll frame uh, that and off we'll go. Any athletes in the crowd? <laughs> Not that I saw. <laughs> okay. This seems like a... No, nope. no jerseys. A really good spot for a dad to be rocking a Joe Maurer jersey on a Saturday. 100%. I think most of yeah. them were at the Luke, Com Luke Combs concert in their cowboy outfits. That could be. That could be, too. Yeah. yeah. You gotta, you gotta really kind of dress for the occasion, you know. Correct. We've had that talk before. You know what happens if a rodeo breaks out? You don't want somebody to think you're some poser. Correct. Right. You probably couldn't do anything, but nope. at least you'd you'd look the part. That's right. The bull wouldn't target yeah. you because they think you're a cowboy. I will say though, probably would have been a lot better at Luke Combs than George Strait because there was a lot of dumb broads. And dudes that were just there, and they didn't know any of the 36 songs he sang. Hmm. Like, a lot of sitting down. And it's like, people really disappointed? Like, wow. what did you think he was going to come out here and sing, you know? Right. They didn't know. They just saw a country concert, so. Interesting. Interesting. Yep. Well, See. Who, who opened for? Wasn't it Stapleton? Yeah. Little Big Town missed them. Real disappointed about it. And then Stapleton. Yep. How was that? Oh, so good, dude. The last couple concerts I've gone to, those two, and then obviously Tyler Childers. Tyler Childers sounds so good live. And Charlie Crockett was great, too. He opened for him. And Stapleton live. 
so good. And then obviously George was unreal. Um, but I think the a lot of people bitch about stadium shows because the acoustic sounds like shit. Mm-hmm. Well, those venues aren't built to sound good. It's no. just built to pack as many people into this fucking place as you can. Right. So the like the key moments or the fun parts is when everyone in the place is singing the song. For sure. Because now you have eighty thousand people singing the same song. Mm-hmm. That's what I love about stadium shows. But yeah, dude, Stapleton sounded so good. Oh. Um. Yeah, that was cool. I'd love to see him in a, like a smaller venue. Shout out Dalt. I know he's going to see him at actually like an amphitheater in Omaha this summer, I think. So I think that would be top notch. Awesome. That would be awesome. Yeah. So. Oh yeah. Shout out. Yeah, that'd be he'd be a fun one to see in a small room, no doubt. For sure. For, For sure. Uh, yeah, Luke Combs though, by all accounts, U.S. Bank Stadium no longer has a roof. So bikes, yeah. bikes are playing in the winter or outside in the winter now. It's great. Yeah, that first, I'll, uh, I think, I mean, I touched on it. That's outside of Kenny last year, which I had to sell my tickets for because I would live down here. This is pre COVID by, um, I saw Kenny Chesney there twice mm-hmm. and, uh, Garth Brooks once. That is such a sweet place for a concert. And it's probably because I'm a football guy. And I think like anytime you're on the field of those stadiums, and like I said, like, but U.S. Bank Stadium is such a sweet fucking place because it's, you know, it's got all glass. So it's like mm-hmm. light and, you know, and then like when the headliner's on is like the first time it's really dark. Sure. And also, I think we could get jobs at the Pioneer Press. So 100%. Yeah, writers who don't know what words mean. You think that guy has ever seen a concert before? No. Well, yes, no, no. Um, he, whoever the fuck that douche knuckle is, just call him what it is. He's an idiot. Hundred percent. He he wrote um, some shit about oh god, who was the other country art act that he reviewed? Again, same shit, just essentially bagging on the act. And it's like, dude, we get it. You don't have to like the music. But you also can't then imply that they're not something that they, that you then state that they are in your write-up, right? Yeah. And so in context, this this writer writes a line that, you know, Luke Combs plays all the hits but lacks stage presence. In the article, he makes multiple comments about how the entire crowd is hanging on his every word and following him around the stage. Here, I'll read it, and I quote, Yet once Combs started singing, a hush fell over the room, and all eyes turned to him. Some folks swayed or sang along, but everyone was listening to Combs' every word, a rarity at a country show of this size. Definitely this guy's first country show of this size. But then my boy Jeffrey tweets uh, the definition of stage presence, the ability to command attention. Oh, shit. Wait, what? Right. Like, dude... (laughs) It's the English language. You're using it and writing in it. You need to know what words mean. Fucking yeah. what a dumbass. Anyways, I got, it got me really it, riled up. Yeah, I saw, I did I did notice and it was funny. Um I don't know. I just Can you imagine just being you literally rely on words for your job? 
Right, you got to be creative with them in that set setting. Like you and I can say the dumbest shit in the world. This also isn't our job, but we can say whatever, and people still listen. But that guy has to write things, and he wrote a title, and then in the article, that's like saying writing an article: Vikings lose by three touchdowns, and then inside the article, talk about how the Vikings scored a touchdown to win on the last drive of the game. Right, that's what is like what. What what makes it even more egregious to me is these people don't they're not allowed to just publish shit. So someone else saw this. Like this is good. Said that's a great headline. Then also read the article and didn't understand what either thing meant. Right. So, you know, shout out the second newspaper up here. Like you're really killing it. I mean, they both kind of suck, don't they? The yeah, trib kind of sucks out suck, too, right? Hundred percent. Like they're. I mean, the media in general sucks in all sense of the words. Agreed. Agreed. So, yes, hundred percent. Um, yeah, that got me going. But this weekend, yeah, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna commandeer this vehicle for a second, Uh-oh. because I have something. I added something to our long list, and the two-hour episode was a joke, but it might get away from us, so. Fire Dude, away. Um, did you see the, well, it's like a two-part comment. Uh, my notes just say fat people. But um, did you see the the posts go around of people that apparently got kicked out because they were fat? Kicked out of what? At Luke, Luke Combs. No. In Minneapolis. Huh. Yeah, so it went viral. I'm wow. thinking it's bullshit. So this lady took a picture of the two ladies next to them and then put this huge rant in about how apparently the ladies next to them were so rude because of her husband's size and all this, and then they got kicked out. So me having a brain tells me we're missing some context because they don't just look, look at somebody and be like, hey, you're fat. Correct. And you have to go. Like, yep. that's generally not how things work. Now, are there misunderstandings? Sure. But I'm guessing there was some kind of dispute back and forth. Probably over. It could have been over his size. I have no idea. But maybe he snarked back, whatever. Maybe he said something to them, and they're like, shut your fat ass up. I don't know. I, mm-hmm. I wasn't there. But it was just a real hot week for fat people because I saw that, and then I saw this fat lady on a plane made a TikTok that went viral and she said it's discrimination in 2023 that the aisles are this narrow. Did you see that? <laughs> no. Okay. So as somebody who's been fat most of their life, you know who's in control of that? Me. Yeah. Me. Yep. I am. I am. Yeah, it's me. I just can't stand it, dude. It's probably the, I think it's just the one thing that I can go off on and for sure not get canceled because I'm fat. But if we're going to try to sue airlines because you're too fat to walk down the fucking aisle, mix in a salad, bitch. Like for real. Well, I'm going to sue them because the, there's not enough leg room for me. Yeah. Too tall. Too tall. Too tall. So they're, they're, yeah, it's weightism. I don't even know, but. What a fucking roller coaster of a yeah. week for fat people, dude. Well, I just like, couldn't even believe it. You can guarantee I can guarantee you the Luke Combs thing went like that. Well, one, you're not getting kicked out because you're fat at a Luke Combs concert. I love Luke Combs, but he's not uh, a skinny dude. 
who right no, we're the same person did you see my did you see my instagram story yeah last week yeah i think people thought that was actually me i know some people did because people <laughs> have asked they're like you met the minnesota twins i was like no ton's <laughs> mom called her and was like how did ben get to meet the minnesota twins were they ah! playing in arizona and she's like no look at the picture and then she's like oh my god is that luke combs yeah. i was like yeah it is well in we do look alike. In Tan's mom's defense, I did. I told you, like you, you guys look a lot alike. Yeah, we do. He looks a lot like me. I know. Correct. Hundred yeah. percent. Well, I think you're older, right? Yeah, he's the poor man's Ben Semp. So, and I love what you call yourself. What is it? Uh, Luke brushes. Luke brushes. <laughs> <laughs> it's perfect. It's perfect. Um. Yeah, so he's not kicking fat people out of no, his show. No. So what happened is I, and I'm just going to spitball here, right? Like when you're sitting at a restaurant and you see two people fighting and you're just making up the conversation. Uh, two stuck-up bitches were probably being a bit absurd and making comments about this gentleman's size to a point where he could no longer take it or his wife could no longer take it. And they snapped back, which... Then led to these bitches like really getting aggressive and maybe throwing a drink. And this guy or girl put their hands on these women and then they get sure. booted for that, right? Because then now yeah. they're the aggressor, right? Like words don't matter, but you know, you start doing that and out you fucking go. And then they spin it as we got kicked out because we were fat. Come on. And also, <clears throat> you can almost like claim being fat as a disability these days. Mm-hmm. So, like, I wouldn't know this unless I wasn't just at the George Strait show. On the floor, there was a podium, two of them, one on the left and one on the right, <clears throat> of yeah. just fat and old and handicapped people. Like, people Ooh. that needed extra room to be able to sit comfortably sat there. Wow. There was very young people that were wider than a seat. Mm-hmm. So they sat there. And I seats. get that might be, that must be tough. That could be very tough to not sure. comfortably sit in a seat. Like I always spread my legs, right? Packing not a lot, but it's just tight, right? So yeah. I'm a big, you know, spreader of the legs when I sit in an arena seat. I don't know what it's like to sit in an arena seat and be like, I don't know if I can get out of this fucker. Sure. But there are people that are like that. 100%. You know whose fault that is? It's not mine. It's theirs. Yeah. 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 Doritos aren't good for breakfast. Oh, let's blame the government instead. Well, I mean, might as well. You know, they're approving, you you know, the FDA is allowing this food into the ecosystem and they can't help but eat it. So. Yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. Thanks we a lot. should watch us. We should watch an episode of Six Hundred Pound Life together, and then just commentate it as the show. You ever watch that show? Uh, yeah, yeah, good. It's my fa- It's one of my favorites. One, it always makes me feel real good about me because okay. I'm, I'm not that fat, right? Like there are at That's least fair. two of me. Hence the six hundred pounds. Like that is two times Ben at least. And then some of them, yeah. they, the ones that are like 840 and don't think they're fat, those are my favorite. Mm-hmm. Like, you almost weigh a 1,000 pounds. Yeah, it's depressing. 
watching that. Just, I think we have different definitions of depression, pal. Well, sorry. It's, I find it depressing just to echo your comments in that it's their fault. Right. 90 some odd percent of the time. I totally understand. Like there are some people who genetically they're just, they're fucked up and it adds to it. And there's nothing, just like genetically I could almost eat and drink whatever I want and I'm not going to put on weight. Yeah. There's Heinrich gene really solid in that regards. Yeah. There's the flip side, Mm -hmm. right? I get that. But for the most part, you know, four trips through the buffet line is a choice. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah. Shout out fat people though, you know? Hey, whatever works, whatever makes you happy. Yep. We love you more than your own hearts. Yeah. So I'm drinking a bush light apple tonight. Got a couple left. Nice. You had a confirmed, you had said. Yeah. What is it? What's coming? Bush peach. It's not coming. It's here, pal. It's here already? Yeah. So, uh, Ton and Jordan Kirk both sent me the same TikTok of a guy doing a review. Hmm. And so Did I tried looking it, it up, like, where can I get this? I won't be able to get it here for a while. It took two or three years to get Bush Apple down here. So I don't know how they transport that stuff, but it takes a minute, right? Horse and buggy. Um, yeah, probably. So, uh, yeah, dude, I don't know where it's at. I'm hoping by the time we get home to Boji that we can all have a Bush Apple or a Bush Light Peach together. Um there is so craft shack it shows a 12 pack of it um for 7.49 oh no a 25 ounce can for 7.49 they're out of stock that's that seems a bit aggressive yeah i don't think they're going to it'll actually be that way but yeah, here it is 13.99 for a 12 pack on specs which is some like delivery thing Okay. Now I haven't seen. Yeah, March thirteenth, March seventeenth, twenty twenty three. Bushlight has come out with a new flavor for the summer. It's peach. Okay. Well, so when we find them, I will make yes. this promise to you. I Deal. will not try one until we're doing this. Okay. Right. We'll do a. I like that. An on pod taste test. Deal. Deal. Excellent. Excellent. Um, I, I told you I had a small rant to go on. Yeah. You want to start that? So I'm just going to get it out of the way. Okay. Was on a was on a call this last week. Last weekend was, mo- was Mother's Day. Um, it was work-related. Not necessarily affiliated with my work or anything, but it was work-related. And... You know, they, they they did the whole, hey, shout out to moms out there, right? Like, don't forget it's Mother's Day, happy Mother's Day, all this stuff. And this person that was talking kept going, right? Just kind of kept talking. And it's one of those, you know, less is more situations. You know, happy mm-hmm. Mother's Day, shout out to all the moms out there, all the animal moms, all those motherly people who have given motherly advice at times in your life. 
And and it was just like, whoa, time out. Nope. Stop. It's for moms. Mother's right. Day is for moms. That's all it's for. It is not for animal mom. Like I I love animals. Okay. Uh, right. I've got a thousand in my house. Uh yeah. But in no way is raising an animal, especially a dog or a cat, anywhere near as difficult as raising a child. And it's like, it, why do we have to include so everyone, you know, like you could tell she was just throwing these things out because she was worried that someone was going to feel left out of the celebration of Mother's Day. And it's like, no, that's, for sure. it's okay. Like you can celebrate someone right and it'd be essentially like hey happy veterans day to all those that served our country and anyone who's ever helped someone cross the street yeah anyone who's ever flown an american flag (laughs) nope that's not how it works folks uh hey happy mother's day to all you single dads out there no they have a day that might be a thing okay you can't but they have a day it's father's day well but that might no yeah I disagree with that. They have Father's Day. Sorry. Not just, for long, probably. I'm just throwing <laughs> it out there. We are okay. going to lose Father's Day. We are not uh, important. I would not be surprised if it went by the wayside. Um. Oh. Yeah, dude, I'm with you. I don't, I mean, I'm not going to go into a rant, but there's a lot of things about, like, not hurting people's feelings going on right yes. now. And especially... After last weekend, I saw a lot of shit on the internet, like some videos, and I'm like, boy, I don't know how to, like, how do you not lose your shit? Like, sometimes I don't want to sound like a grumpy old man, right? But it's hard not to. It's really hard not to. Yeah, I get it. And to me, it's insulting to those that the day is for. Right, you're diminishing what it takes to be a mother by including animal moms. Yeah. Get fucked. You didn't give birth to that thing. You didn't raise it. You stole it from its own mother. That's true. And you put it in a cage like 12 hours out of the day. You take it for a walk. Maybe you throw a ball for 30 minutes. That's all you're doing. It's not that fucking hard. No, it's not. It's just so insulting. It's, oh, man. Shit. I, I I was like, what are we doing here, folks? Stop talking, lady. Come yeah. on. No. <laughs> it, it, we're in a tough spot. Um, we got to quit caring about feelings, dude. And if I'm the only one that does it, I'll be fine. That's fine. Um, it's okay to hurt people's feelings. I'm just going to throw that out there. So, Wow, I'm going to, so I'm not going to like disagree with you 100%. I, I'm not like saying, let's be mean to people, but you can't worry about people being offended that they were left out. Offense is only, it only exists if you take offense to something. So that's a Correct. you problem. That is not Correct. my that, problem. The, right, that, that's you, what I'm saying. You can completely ignore it but you're choosing to get so worked up about something that is so irrelevant right in in those cases and i get like there's a there are and when 
people get upset about that really stupid shit, it diminishes the things that really do matter that people should be fucking offended about. It's, oh man. And at a certain point, you're just going to like, you're going to run out of shit to be fucking offended about. And now we're just going to be offended about, I mean, pick us pick something, right? Like windows, windows are offensive now. We just, cause we have to keep fucking up in the game to, to feed that offensive, uh, bug or whatever that itch in your body yeah Ugh. i apologize to any window clan that we just offended um yeah but i'm with you dude i'm with you that's all i'm trying to say is it's just like whose fault is it that you're fat it's yours whose fault is it that you're offended it's yours yeah I mean, as small children, like, it was just always like, hey, it doesn't matter what other people say, right? Like, it's okay. It doesn't matter what other people say. And you're like, yeah, that's cool. And some of us learn that, and other people don't. And so now you you can't have, like, an opinion on anything. But we're definitely riling up. Like, there might be a PETA rally outside of your home tomorrow because – well, they probably don't believe in having animals. I don't really know. I would I don't love really it. I'd love it if I Peter would came do. Here. I would be catch the first flight. Keep them there till I get yes, there. Yes, I'd be recording um, it. I'd send my I'd send my vegetarian wife out there, and I'd be like, "You go deal with this shit. Yeah, They're yeah. your people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you need to bring out all of our dogs and our cat and, and squeak and our cat, and bring out all pictures of all the fosters that we've done." And tell them to fucking, you know, throw Molotov cocktails at the house. And tell them that your daughter just played fucking grass in the yeah. Lion King. Yeah. Suck it, PETA. She loves animals so much she wouldn't even be one in the play. Correct. What do you think about that? Yeah, how do you like them apples, PETA? Yeah. Fuck. There's not a group I probably hate more than PETA, so. Hmm. Yeah. That's fact. Okay. We'll save that for another pod. Yeah. Can't wait down to dissect that more down the road. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. How about these umpires we got running loose? Yeah. Did you see Christian Walker get kicked out in the D-backs game for literally clapping that the ump said, nope, he didn't go? Yes. <laughs> Brilliant. Like, what? Yeah. I, there was there's obviously some context. Apparently, he was kind of being a dick earlier, and that's the clip, right? They edited it to you know after he had gotten called out and he had said some shit and blah blah blah. So he's standing in the dugout and he's very sarcastically applauding the umpire for making the right call, right? Like that's the best fucking call you made all night, type shit. Um, I, yeah, but it's so. It's so on brand. And what frustrates me more than anything with with that situation, um, couple it with this uh, German guy from the Yankees. Did you see that at all? Yeah. German German Dominguez? Yeah. Yeah. Where he had literally the top apart uh, pine tar all over himself. Yeah. Like he literally looked like, like he jerked off. A tube of pine tar and it squirted all over him. Yes. Like it was fucking everywhere. Yeah. But so he just got kicked out for that. Two weeks ago, he did not at home in the Yankee Stadium. Against the twins. Against the twins. And Rocco got kicked out because he's like, why aren't you fucking kicking him out? Right? These yeah. umps, they 
they are so biased in every call that they make. I, I, I don't know how more people aren't like 100% we need straight up like we need the digital strike zone. Every call is reviewed online. You know what I mean? Like I don't know why more people aren't clamoring for that when you have these I, prime examples of these guys taking offense, call back to 45 seconds ago, taking offense to something in the heat of the moment and then getting their retribution and affecting a game slash a betting outcome slash, you know, an award or the outcome of the season, you name it, right? Like, why aren't more people, like, clamoring, like, get these fucks out of here? I don't get it. Uh, I don't either. I think partially people still aren't watching baseball, if I'm being completely honest. I think the baseball crowd has stayed the baseball crowd. That's one. Two, I think the MLB refs, umps, they know they're going to be the first ones to go. They're the only ones who can literally be controlled digitally. Mm -hmm. Like, Like you could, you know what I mean? Like you're not looking for anything special. Did the ball cross in the zone or not? Did the ball touch the glove before the runner's foot or not? Right. Right. And all that can be looked at on a computer, on a screen. And they can have one ump and he can look up at the box and have an earpiece and they'll be like, out, you know? Correct. Okay. So they're going to be the first ones to fucking go. If there's going to be an umpireless game, it's going to be Major League Baseball. Yeah. And I think they know that. And so now they're trying to make it about themselves for as long as they can. Yeah. Which I mean, nothing will... What was the guy who threw the perfect fucking game in Detroit and what's his name ruined it on the worst call of all time? Yeah. I forgot his name. But baseball was so pure that they couldn't have review until two years ago. Right. Like, why? Why? This isn't the WWE, guys. Correct. Check the replay, you know? I don't yep. know, man. I, it just fires me the fuck up because it's not – I mean, it stems all the way back to spring training when they kicked out uh, JT Real Muto for literally putting his glove down because the pitch before the ump threw the ball back to the pitcher mm-hmm. instead of – and so he's right. like, oh, he's going to throw it again. And then he dropped the ball. He's like, you're gone. Okay. Like, are these guys that soft? Like, these are grown-ass men too. Are they that soft Must that be. they can't take – Somebody in the dugout clapping. I don't care if he's being a jackass or not. You can't take him clapping. Right. And you got to kick him out. Correct. You can't take a guy putting down his glove. Yeah. What if he had an itch on his arm and he was sick of waiting and he put down his glove? Yeah. He's not trying to embarrass you. Nope. Yeah. This guy fucking. are the biggest bitches in the world. Yeah. They got rabbit ears. Fucking they hear everything. Little fucking bunnies. Yeah. You know, and it's hilarious too. Cause like in baseball, like if you. Like here, if you're that guy, dude, you get ridden like religiously, which is sho- sure. it's shocking that they do that, yes. right? That they react that way because it's only going to get worse. It's, it absolutely oh, is. Yeah, they fucking suck. Like I'm, um, I'm ready for them to be gone. Have you ever seen the? I'm trying to. So I think it's on. Amazon, but I used to watch the clips all the time. Do you remember Wally Bachman? He played, I think he played for the Twins for a little bit, probably around the World Series time. Okay. He was a bounce around MLB guy, but he's in this, it's it's a 10-episode documentary 
in an independent uh, league called Playing for Peanuts, and he's the manager of the team, and he gets ejected so much, dude. <laughs> like, but it's so good. And like, at one point, like, there's one where the ump literally just tosses the guy. Like, the, it's called third strike, and he just looks at him, and it, you could tell the ball was outside, and the ump just tosses the batter right now. Yeah. And then he comes out and he's like, what the fuck did he say? What the fuck did he say? And then he's like, you can read it in my report. Like the guy didn't even have the balls to be like, he called me a fat piece of shit or whatever. He's like, you can read it in my report. And then he took everything from the dugout and threw it on the field. And it was fucking great. Yeah. Yeah. They're so cowardly, uh, coward, but uh, just manipulatable. Right. I saw this, uh, a a TikTok or a clip or something on Instagram of Will Clark talking about he Angel Hernandez, who's that was the that's the big ump who everybody hates. He's the worst umpire that's literally ever umped games. And on, <laughs> he's the MLB number one. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. He he so he he calls a second strike on Will Clark, you know, way back in the day. And it, it was a little outside. And Will turns to him and he goes, is that as far out as it you can go? And Angel then says to Will, he's like, yeah. The next pitch is six inches outside of that. And Angel Hernandez rings him up. And Will Clark like turns around and looks at him and he goes, that was whatever, Angel. And he walks away. That night at the bar, he sees Angel Hernandez and the umpires. And he offers to buy their drinks. And he just walks up to him and he says, good game, good seeing you, have a nice night. And he buy, and they're like, oh, thanks, Will, you know, so cool. And then cut to the end of the clip, he goes, my strike zone when Angel Hernandez was umping for the rest of my career was the size of a fucking baseball. Like guys were throwing like inside the black and getting called balls. And he goes, all it cost me was 25 bucks. Like they're so easily manipulated like manipulatable like i don't understand how they still exist so frustrating it is oh. it is extremely frustrating and that i just i do love angel hernandez stories because he is the absolute worst he is the absolute worst and he truly is the mlb's number one guy like he is there at hockey league or whoever you want right, right. like he is their dude, and he is fucking terrible. Terrible. So it's just hilarious to me. Absolutely. I want to I wanna see if I can look him up. But, yeah. Imagine if, like, uh, in the NBA, like, you had to say whether or not a basket was good because the basket wasn't there. Right. That's essentially what calling balls and strikes is. For sure. Like, oh, or yeah, that went, through the make, that went through the make-believe cylinder. Yeah. Like they could literally just put a a drop behind, uh, you know, like wiffle ball kind of. Mm-hmm. I mean, I understand, but then you probably eliminate the catcher too. But <laughs> it'd be interesting. I can't. I thought um, I saw some of well, you looked stats, that up. Anyway, sticking with baseball. Yeah. Shout out Brandon Williamson, pride of Martin County. Pretty dope. Uh. Yeah, it was cool, man. I watched the game 
on MLB network. And it was just cool to see a kid from Martin County pitching in the bigs, dude. Uh, I don't care that he went to Martin County West. I don't give a shit, whatever. That was so cool. And I hope that like that change, I mean, granted, he's a very gifted athlete, right? He's also six foot six left-handed pitcher. All that works well into his favor. But, yeah. That's nice. Um, pretty fucking sweet to see somebody actually do it. And I don't care if he never pitches another big league game again. I hope he does. I hope he has a ton of success and is, is an absolute stud forever. Mm-hmm. But to see a kid from little bitty Martin County where there is 25 times the amount of hogs as there are people pitch in a big league game. That was just cool, man. So hell yeah. And he had a, he had a hell of a night too. He had yeah. a hell of a night. Yeah, so. Five and a third. Right, five and two up, thirds. Five and two thirds. Two gave pitch, up one. one run, one earned, two walks, and six Ks. Yeah, in your big league debut, and I know it was in like Colorado. Yeah, terrible place to pitch. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, and I know it was kind of like an emergency start because the you know the the Reds had a guy go down and they didn't have anybody who could fill in. But at the same time, dude, that Wally Pip, yeah. right? Uh, Drew Bledsoe, like that's how shit happens. Like life's weird. And I guarantee you, you know, you go, you do five and two thirds, you give up one run. He's going to get another start before he goes back. And if that one goes well, dude, you can, he can earn his way onto a fucking major league roster, which is wild as you're saying, right? From Martin County, Minnesota. Let's, let's be a bit more specific from fucking welcome. Right. Town of what? 700 people. 31 people. Yeah, dude. Like that is the how good must he have been in high school he was terrible are you serious literally he was i mean he probably wasn't terrible but he was nobody like that anybody feared but he was a six foot six left-handed pitcher who was probably very decent but he wasn't like all stater or anything like that but then he went to nyack and they have real coaches and they taught him how to pitch they worked him up he was drafted out of Nyack in like the 23rd or 24th round by the Brewers. Didn't go. He got a full ride down to TCU, went down there, pitched in the College World Series, all that shit. Ends up going in the second round yeah. to the Mariners. And then he was traded last offseason, part of a big trade. And at one point, he was top 100 prospects in baseball Yeah, over the last couple of years. Again, that's like good for him, right? It's exposure. Yeah. And I can't wait to talk to my buddy Ross about that. Right, just the fact, you know, like his route, like the route to get there can look so different than what you think it looks like. Absolutely. And I would love to hear like his journey, like to get up to the show, right? And how, like how he thought it was going at different stages of that, right? Like, wh- how did he think it was going at the at, at, in the NAI or NIAC, you know, to yeah. then, like, going down to TCU, right? Like, dude, that's big boy baseball. And yeah. then you get drafted in the second fucking round, and, like, now we're talking expectations. You're skipping fucking short season. You're going right to low A, probably fast-tracked yeah. into high A. I, I mean, like, that's – that would be a wild story to hear. And – yeah, I fuck. I'm gonna reach out to him. He's only got like a thousand followers on Twitter. He'll see it for sure. Yeah, I mean he'll see it if he doesn't respond, whatever. But it is. I mean, I just was. 
I mean, I've kind of kept tabs on him, you know, just see mm-hmm. how things are going, and especially when he's part of the trade. I thought, oh, that's pretty cool. I mean, usually that means you're kind of doing all right, right? Like expect like a big trade, and you're a, a a cornerstone piece of that trade for the Reds. Like we want Brandon Williamson, you know. It's like, yeah. oh shit, that's dope. But this last year, dude, in AAA, he's he's struggled. Yeah, I saw year. that. He's two and four, and he's got a six six two ERA. Yeah, like, but otherwise, the kid has been a strikeout fucking machine. He's pitched like two hundred and thirty innings in in minors, and has almost four hundred fucking strikeouts. Like, it's, it's, it's just a confidence thing, right? Like, that is, I think, in any sports. I mean, baseball, golf, like where you can control you in such a confidence thing. The last two starts he had. And AAA were better, and I think his two wins, and then he gets called up, and he's like, oh, these fuckers actually believe in me. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, For it sure. could have been as simple of a mindset thing like that. But at the end of the day, dude, it was that was fucking dope to see. Uh, that's just a long, hard road that a lot of people – I mean, there's so many guys that just get lost in AAA for 10 fucking years trying to make it to the show, right? Like, and he did it, and he's 25 years old, and he, he's, he got there. and Yeah. Like I said, hope hope the best for him, but if, if that's all it was, that was pretty fucking cool. Pretty yeah. cool to see. Hell yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Especially just knowing how hard it is to climb that ladder. And Right. I, you know, I know 10 to 15 dudes who have been on that ladder at some point and have said, uh, I'm going to step off the ladder now instead yep. of keep going. I mean, Tom's brother. Like yeah. it's uh hearing JC's story. I mean, he had a fast rise to double A, and then he just got stuck, and then he got his girlfriend pregnant, and it's like, yeah, I can't do this anymore. Like, right. and it's and it's crazy to hear the stories. You're right. Like, if you can ever talk to somebody that played professional baseball, especially in a minor league organization, it's not what you fucking think it is. Like, if you don't know somebody. Like, it is not glitz and glam. Like, JC loves to tell when he got called up from single A to double A, he was living in a house with all these Dominican kids, which is another thing. You li- you live and go to work with people. More than 90% of your team doesn't speak any fucking English. Mm-hmm. So you have no idea what they're saying. Right. And then <clears throat> he got, like, all his shit stolen, and then they sold his bike. And they're because he was at a game and they're like, hey, you're you know, they pulled him and then they're like, hey, you got to go get on a plane because you're going to Missoula. Okay, sick. He's excited. He's like, what about all my shit? We'll send it to you. And he literally got a box of like four things. There was like a couple pictures and that was it. That's all he got from his roommates. Right. They just took everything. Yeah. Yeah. Andy, similar stories. Ross, you know, like it's, you know, sleeping on the floor uh, in a two-bedroom apartment with seven dudes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's – it is not glamorous by any stretch. You don't get paid $200 a week. Correct. It's barely enough to fucking survive. But yeah, you, you chase that dream, and, again, it a lot of shit has to go right, right? It, and that's where, man, it's so cool that, hey, his number was called on this just this random day, and – He's got this opportunity because he's going to get another start. I can almost guarantee it. There's no way they're going to send him down. Right. Not right away. And if the second one goes well, who knows? Right. You know, who knows? It's it's pretty dope, I guess. I didn't know. I don't know much about the Reds, but just listening to the broadcast, they have a pitcher that's injured right now 
who played with Brandon at TCU, who's been pitching this year for the Reds, and they're like best friends. And so when he got the call, because Brandon was in Louisville, the kids hurt. He drove from Cincy to Louisville, which I know it's not terribly far, but he drove down to Louisville to to talk to him and be like, okay, this is how it's going to go. Like, this is what's going to happen. It is cool, right? Like, oh yeah, and especially now for those guys, like how you know, just hearing the stories, how excited they were when he got traded from Seattle to mm-hmm. to Cincy and college teammates and best friends and hell yeah, yeah, dude, that was fucking dope. Hell yeah! So shout out him, shout out Brandon Williams, shout out, welcome Minnesota. Put yeah, put Martin County on the map, dog. Proud of you, brother. That's it, awesome. It's pretty cool though. It always says Fairmont, Minnesota, because that's the only hospital within. Any distance. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we'll claim it. We'll claim you, Brandon. Yeah. So, speaking of college baseball, I'm going to take the reins for a second. Okay. Um, If you didn't listen to only the important stuff this week, you got to. Jeff, what a fucking pod. I know I wasn't trying to be a pod, but, dude, that was so... One is just cool to hear... It's cool to hear the stories and you guys catch up, especially obviously talking to you on a different level and like how hard it was to find Ted, a guy that you guys were so close with. And he was just like kind of off the map. Right. And then obviously to hear Ted's stories, I know right where that zips is at, where he met his wife, right? Like that's just down a fucking road and like to hear all that stuff. But then to hear Ross and Ryan, like, and get real for a second and how bad they felt. And then for you guys to be like, do you know how fucking proud we were of you guys? Like, we were so dope that we could tell our friends, like, yeah, we're, our teammates are at Kansas State. And it was cool. I don't know if it was Ross or Ryan, because I've obviously met Ross, done a couple pods with him on my own, but um, they sound a lot alike, too. Like, they got to be 100% the exact same fucking person. Like, <laughs> like, I know they're twins, but Christ, they, you know. But one of them was like, you know, every time I took them out, I, f- I felt like I was Augustana. And that was just dope to hear. And then I think, like, the biggest thing is, like, especially as, like, I get older, you know, I don't see my friends as much. And obviously, yeah, I live 1,500 miles away from most of my friends. But, like, to hear, like, you guys, you know, you guys are still so close and you guys have missed a lot of life together. And then to pick up like that and just everything cool. It just is cool to hear, and it's another thing of, like, you know, why does it take one of our pods for our friends to open up? Who the fuck knows, but it does, and if that, all I'm trying to say is if that was, if that's all that ever came from me starting my podcast was giving you the courage to start yours so you could do that, I'd fucking die happy, dude. That was so dope, so I appreciate you being vulnerable and putting that on out in the world because... That was just good stuff, man. That's just good stuff. So, yeah, it was. Thank you for saying that. Um, yeah. It was such a fun, like, little journey I went down. And it was totally, honest to God, man, it was totally like unplanned. I was not sitting there saying, when I started this, come spring, I'm going to track down all my Augie baseball teammates right right it just started to happen and one led to another and another and like now what's really cool you know i I talked to ross earlier this week like they're reaching out to him 
Like some of these guys are reaching out to him and he hasn't talked to him, right? And um, you know, just dude, some of those bonds you make at that time in your life, and you're in the same boat, right? Like the the friends that you made when you're in your mid twenties, when you're figuring yeah. out who you are as a as a man, as a human. Uh, you're going through a lot of shit with people at the same time. And, you know, obviously we were all going through the same shit, the struggles, the challenges, the, the adversity we faced, the uh, intense, you know, battles we were in together in at the same time with each other, you know, knowing we could count on each other and like never letting each other, you know, like that stuff, like those are bonds that just cannot be broken. And it was so fun to jump on and literally feel like, I talked to that cat yesterday. Right. But it had been 21 years. Yeah. That it was just it yeah, and that's what I wanted out of this with all of it is to just find moments in time where you can connect again with people yeah. that mattered to you in your life because fuck, here comes your sales training and you're going to spend 3 days of your life with people that you don't fucking care about, right? You know, maybe you'll sure. make a bond or two in there at some point, you know, if you stay there long enough. But for the most part, you know, this is all, it's a, life becomes super transactional. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like hearing them talk like that, dude, I was like so, uh, like my, my heart was breaking hearing him, like be up, like hearing them be upset about that and like tr- think that they needed to apologize. Like, dude, absolutely not. You know, right? Like the, in no world is that necessary. No, fuck no. There's not a, a single. You said it best. There's not a single twenty-one-year-old kid person that's playing any level of any sport in a D one cool school calls and says we want you. That isn't fucking juiced and going. Yeah. And no one would ever blame him for it. No, no. And it, obviously, like time and life gives you that perspective to think maybe I shouldn't have. Sure. Right. And we've all been in a situation like that at some point in our life where maybe we left a job or we broke up with a girl or something and it felt right at the time, but looking back, maybe you wish you hadn't or something because you didn't realize how good you had it till it's over. And Mm -hmm. yeah, like only time can give you that perspective in the moment though. Yeah, you're absolutely right, dude. Like I said, I'd have done the same fucking thing. Absolutely. I'd have gone because we were all still chasing that dream. You know? Especially, I mean, yeah, dude, it's just so wild that they carried that guilt kind of for 20 fucking years, I guess, is is the wildest thing to me. And that there was any guilt, right? And that's why I appreciate you putting it out there because, I mean, things have been said on your pod between you and people and things have been said on my pod between me and people that, I mean, I don't think that that's what we ever wanted to get out of it when we started it, but it's just kind of like, I mean, hey, you're just closer to people than you think, and for some reason, like, our space, thank God that we've done it, has, like, allowed people to fucking open up to us, and for sure, I'm thankful for it, right? So just to hear that and that story is that honestly, like, I can tell they're just such salt-of-the-earth fucking dudes that, I'm bummed that I'm not going to be able to be a fly on the wall and hear, hear all the story. Right. You know what I mean? Like 
I'm juiced for you guys to to line it up and and meet all those, you know, meet <laughs> each other again. So it'll be fucking sweet. But yeah, dude, it's uh, it's just nuts to hear all that shit and. I don't know, dude. It was just good pod, and I appreciate you putting it out to the world. Yeah. Well, shout out to them uh, for willing, being willing to do it. You know, and, and you know, like just you and I do it every time, right? Like when somebody talks to us, thanks so much for giving us your time. It means a lot. It really yeah. does. Yeah. And you know, yeah, I I hope to do it. I, we're going to do it. I get more, right? Like that's the plan. Right. Man, I want to talk to those guys more and more often. And yep. continue to maintain those relationships and not let them fucking go by. Right. And, you know, when we have, when we were on yours and we talked about it, like, that's the stuff, dude. Like, that's the shit that matters that you realize no, sure. with time, you know? Right. And, you know, yeah. So if I can manufacture any more of those moments and create space for those to come into my life, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to do everything I fucking can for, to do that. So, absolutely, absolutely, yeah, love it, dog. Appreciate you, appreciate you, dude. I appreciate you taking your step because you're absolutely right. I never would have done that. Um, so thank you, love you, dude. Um, yeah, love you too, brother. That was it was fucking sweet. Like I said, that's there's little things that it, you know, you always used to be my reset. Now it's like after hearing that, it's like I've had most of my friends on, but I gotta get them all on, and I don't care. You know, I wanted to do it at different times. I always wanted to do them in, in person, and I know everybody's busy, and it's kind of like, I'm like, fuck it. I'm just going to have them on because whatever happens, happens, dude. We ain't millionaires yet. Maybe we will be, but those are the people most important to me. So mm-hmm. I want to start telling those stories more with my time. And Oh, yeah. Fuck it. Hell but, yeah, dude. Hell yeah. There's never, there's never a good or a wrong time to do it. Just do it. Right. You know? Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. How about Dalvin changing gears? Getting off the sentimentality. How about Dalvin Cook no longer on the Vikings Twitter page? I mean, I think I sent the schedule thing to the group in the COD squad, or didn't I? I think where I was like, uh, first off, they couldn't have made it more fucking obvious that they're getting rid of him. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because obviously on the banner is Kirk, TJ, JJ, and then Alexander Madison, which is fine. But it's not, I mean, they could have put on uh, Harrison. You know, they could have put like Brian O'Neill up there. Like there's other guys that are, you know, impact players that are still on the team. They could have put Byron Murphy. They just paid him a bunch of money, right? Like, and it would have made sense. 100%. 100%. But it's the backup running back that we just re-signed, and it's like, well, here's your fucking start running back next year. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like oh, okay, we uh, we get it. Um, yeah, it's just kind of like, holy shit, like, yeah, he's really gone, which is cool. Right. Um, shout out, Pete. I was like, what do you think the Vikings will get for Delvin? And he said financial relief, and I couldn't agree more. Yeah, like, that's it. I think at this Which is point, cool. he's just, they're going to release him. I think it's You like, think they are going to cut him? Yeah, I think it's like June 1st. If they cut him after that, they get cap relief. Hmm. Something along those I would, lines. They probably, they'll probably trade him for a seventh or a bag of balls. Somebody will take him. I, I don't know, man. Like, why would you want his contract? 
yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's why it's fucking stupid to pay running backs. That's what I'm going to tell you right now. He's like, mm-hmm. he's been good. He's been fun, but you don't pay running. Like, there's just so many, so many good ones out there. You know what I mean? Like, then you can find yep. them late. Just like Madison, they're cool. He was a third round pick that Trey McBride they drafted at the end of the draft this year. Like, you don't have to have a first round fucking running back. Like, running back by committee works well in the NFL. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah, just kind of wild. Just kind of a real big nonchalant like uh Delvin's out of here by the social media team on the bikes. <laughs> yeah. Just very casual. Fuck off, goodbye. Oh, big time. Yeah. Speaking of social media teams, uh the schedule releases came out. Oh god. And now all the kids are doing schedule release videos. Which is great. So you love them. I did some. I okay. love some. Uh what was your favorite? Well, let's let's kinda so obviously you know, char I feel like the Chargers really kind of like set the bar a couple uh last year with this like anime schedule yeah. release video. Yeah. Um, so they did that again, and that was really well done. There's a lot of like hidden messages in there i don't think i've seen it yet i heard about it on mcafee but i didn't watch it so like for instance when the chargers play the vikings right uh it opens like outside of u.s bank stadium there's a bunch of birds that fly into the glass and die yeah that was a big thing when they built the stadium that everybody's mad about and then they show the inside of the stadium and there's a bunch of banners right and like one of the banners is mentioned in a Lizzo song celebrated a playoff win or a play in win. Right. And they're referencing the Timberwolves, right? Just they're taking like all these subtle fucking shots all over, like at every team, like when they, like apparently they're playing the jets and it's just all black. And then it like the light turns on and it's Aaron Rodgers, right? Like coming out of his darkness. Yeah. Um, yeah, so just all sorts of like funny shit with respect to that. Uh, the Titans did a funny one. That was the best one. Okay, so you think that's the best one? Where they had people on this on Broadway guess NFL team names. Fuck, are people stupid, dude? That's all I could think. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Sorry. How would you? How would you do? How would you do if you had to like guess soccer team names? Not well. Right. Not well, but this is America. <laughs> I would probably do good on like the MLS teams, maybe better. But yeah. they 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 vetted the shit out of these people. Yeah. Uh, like these these girls didn't know shit. Not all of them were female. Uh but yeah, dude, it was so funny. That was good. And I did really like the Vikings one. Did you see that? So, yeah, and then the Vikings did the drone thing. Oh, no, I didn't see that one. I saw the one with uh, Kirk's kids, uh, the long snappers kid, and somebody else's uh, kids. And they, like, recorded them, and they held the logos to them, and they're like, oh, who is this? And Kirk's boys were getting pissed at each other. Like, he was like, Cooper, I want to do some. And it was just so funny. Okay. No, yeah, I mean, they did. But I just, 
No, so they the Vikings did a full on schedule release video where they they did a drone fly through like the pla- practice facility. Have you ever seen any of those like long drone shots, right? Where they've got, oh yeah, yeah. So they did one of those. It was, I mean, it was a really cool video, but at the same time, like not that fucking memorable. Um, right. To me, the winner was the Jacksonville Jaguars, which I haven't seen it either. Yeah. So, or I should call it the watch. I should call it the London Jaguars. Um, yeah, you should. They they did a whole bit where it was a writer's meeting and they were scripting the season, right? Like playing on this whole bit that came out last year about Mm -hmm. like the NFL is fucking scripted. Like to me, that was the most original video that actually came out of this. Uh, Right. A little bit of a doc. uh, I dock some points to the Chargers just because they did the same thing last year. Super cool, but you know, can't run it the back. Chargers did the anime thing last year. So. Yeah. And I did see somebody did a scene from The Office. I don't know. I didn't see that one. Um, It might have been. Cle- I don't remember who it was, but somebody like completely copied an entire scene of The Office. And I guess that was good. I haven't watched them all because some of them are way longer than an Instagram reel, you know, or a TikTok. Like some of them were. 20 minutes long, which I think it's just so funny. Back to our point, the NFL capitalizing on everything. The NFL doesn't, the NFL is the only, only one with a schedule release show, you know, like it was on ESPN. Oh, the schedule release. Like they fucking marketed the schedule. Like it's just insane, dude. So yeah, they ain't moving to fucking England. No. Yes, they are. Uh, but now that the schedule's out how do we feel same you want to run down you want it well let's go let's yeah let's go week by week and we'll we'll rank it out here what do we think so week one tampa bay at home win win yeah i would agree with that i think that's also a win Week two at Philly. Yep. Loss. Loss. One on one. Couldn't say that one fast. <laughs> no. Shit. Like, how about that? Two seasons in a row at Philly, week two. Week two. Fuck. And it's a Thursday night instead of a Monday night. Uh week three. Chargers at home. That's such a toss up. Like I don't know how I mean, I know Herbert's good, but as a team, I don't really know. I'm gonna say a win because it's at home. And I'm going to say a loss. Then okay. we got a true toss-up. So you got them at two and one. I got them one and two. Four at Carolina. When Smoke. So two and two, three and one. Chiefs, loss. Sorry. Yeah, I'm the same. Um, so what, I've got them three losses now? Yeah, you're so – here, I'll, I'll mark your stone so we don't have any mistakes. You are at two and three, and I am at three and two. At Bears. A a noon game on a Sunday, I'm taking a dub. Yeah, and in October. I like that. So I would say also, that was later in the year. It's a loss. Sure. Early, I'll take the dub. 
Week seven, San Francisco at home. That's prime time Monday it's a, night. It's a probably a loss if I'm being real. Yeah. So. Yeah, I would agree with that. Uh, Sunday, the next week uh, at Green Bay. A noon nooner. Game. Noon game in October. Love it. Win. I'll get. I'll take the win, as well. Week nine at Atlanta. Win. Yeah. Week 10, New Orleans at home. Win. Win. Week 11 at Denver. I don't like Sean Payton. I don't care. I'm saying win. Yeah, I'm... I mean, that's three straight, four straight road wins we have it at. I'm going to say loss. And then week 12 at home against Chicago. That's Monday night. Oh, and that week 11 at Denver is Sunday night. Yeah. Definite loss. Right now, it'll be flexed. Think so? Yeah, and they can flex the Monday night games this year, too. So this Bears game might not be a Monday night game. That's fair. So I would say that one. But I'm still going to take a win. The fucking Bears are terrible. Yep, I take that one as a win. So I got the Broncos loss at Denver, win it against Chicago. Then we got the bye. Yep. Then at Las Vegas. Which I love that late in the year. If we're going to make it, that's huge. That's huge. Big fan of that. Okay. Huge if you're making a deep playoff run. Yep. Uh, Then week 14 at Las Vegas. Love it. Win. The place is going to be packed with Vikings fans, too. Um, I will I'll agree. Win. Week 15 at Cincinnati. Loss. That's a loss. Week 16, Christmas Eve. The Detroit Lions. A That's win. a win. You got a win? Yep. Week 17, Green Bay at home Sunday night. That's a win. New Year's Eve. You taking a win against Green Bay there too? Yeah. Okay. Week 18 at Detroit. Yeah, I'm taking another win. I'll go loss. Okay. I feel so like I have the Vikings at 13 and 4, same record as last year. You have them at 10 and 7. I just feel like uh, in, in the week 17, 18, Green Bay, Detroit, one they're going to go one and one I'm not sure what order, but they're going to win one of those and lose one of those. I will say, do you want it? So a lot of these already have the spread. Oh, really? So week one against the Bucks, Vikes are seven-point favorites. Week two, they're six-point dogs. Okay. It's even right now for the Chargers game. They're one-point favorites on the road against Carolina. Five-point dogs against the Chiefs. Even money against that first Bears game. Two-point dogs to the Niners. Even money against the Packers right now. One-point favorites against Atlanta. Three-point favorites against the Saints. 
one and a half point dogs against the Bucks. Three point favorite against the Bears. One and a half point dog against the Raiders. Wow. Six point dog against the Bengals. One point dog, or excuse me, one point favorite against the Lions. Three point favorite against the Packers. And no, no spread reported for the last game of the year. That week 16 against Detroit is interesting. One point. One point at home. Which is also interesting because there's so much shit that can happen from now. I think crazy that there's even spreads to that time right now. Agreed. How about that, dude? Like week 16 and then 18 against the Lions? That's nuts. I just think that a lot went right last year. And we were 13 and 4. I'm talking health. Yeah. You know, one score games, crazy comebacks that there's going to be a regression. I feel I feel 10 and 7s. I think that's low. Like that's on the low end. Right, so I could see 10 to 12. Yeah, so right there, I mean, we're, I think we're in a perfect spot. If high end 13 and four, where I haven't picked, we're pumped, right? Great season. <laughs> yep. 10 and seven, that'd be like minimal expectations. Mm-hmm. So anywhere in between or above, I'm cool. Right on, right on. All right, cool. I like it. Book it. I like it. Book that shit. Clip it. Let's look at that. Let me just look. I know we're not to the betting segment of our of our show here tonight, but I wonder what the the over underline is for the Minnesota Vikings. I'd bet NFL. ten and a half. You bet what? Ten and a half. On FanDuel, drumroll, please. Eight and a half. Wow. (laughs) That's wild. So, what's so you take that, the eight and a half versus those spreads? Because those spreads, I feel like we're accurate with what you had picked. The spread has them right now seven and six with the remaining games undecided. So the spread right now already has them at a seven win team. Yeah. And (coughs) excuse me, there were two even money games, right? A couple, yeah. And then there was the Lions has no spread. Um, It says on the, let's see here. There must have been three even Packers game. The Bears game and the Chargers game. No, it just says off. So I'm I'm guessing that like it's offsetting right now. So interesting. So there's four games with no spread. Some one of those has to go the other way, or at least two probably. So even if it's split two and two, that puts the Vikings out the over. Yeah. Yeah. Freaking nuts. Interesting. Nuck and futs. 
Interesting. So I wonder what they're wrong. You know, what's where are they off? Because they don't make mistakes. They do. Vegas is wrong all the time. Not <laughs> generally on the NFL. Not the easiest one to bet. <laughs> Think so? Like NFL's the easiest to bet. For sure. Did I dominate pick'em leagues? If I just put five dollars on every game, I think I'm gonna do it this year. I wanna see what I come out. Damn. Rolling over that March Madness bankroll. <laughs> Still rolling on that March Madness bankroll. God Both bless. Of us. God bless. <laughs> hey, some Arizona news. Yeah. Uh, Coyote's not getting a stadium. Not that that's Yet. like crazy cool news. Uh, I just find it interesting that it's bullshit is what it is. Why do you say that? Because this proposed, here's a couple reasons. There is nothing like that over here in the East Valley, right? From Scottsdale South out to Mesa. We don't have like any kind of concert venue, anything like that. Like everything mm-hmm. is out West. That's one. Two, the proposed site was a, is a fucking landfill. It's yeah. literally on a landfill. So they're going to clean it up, build a stadium. I don't think people generally understand what having a stadium means. It doesn't mean that just the hockey team gets to play there. It's concerts. It's comedy shows. It's conventions. It's the fucking camper show, right? The home mm-hmm. and garden show. All that bullshit that yeah. comes in and then tons of jobs from the guys that sweep the floor to change the ice, all that stuff. It is so many jobs and the amount of revenue. Every time something happens, people yeah. have to stay in the hotels. They have to eat at a restaurant. They have to spend money here. Right. Yeah. And a lot of people don't, I mean, that come, I mean, a lot of people come in from out of town, right. For that shit. So sure. Just a frustrating thing to see all the signs in Tempe, like, vote it down. Billionaires don't need our tax money, blah, 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 blah. You should fucking look into how tax dollars work because billionaires have all of our tax money. So, I mean, you know, so don't shit on your city. So have fun looking at a landfill for the next mm-hmm. 20 years. Right. Um, and then in 25 years, it'll be a golf course because that's what they do with them here. So once they compress down, turn them into a golf course, they clean them up. It's wild thing, but it's just, okay. You're going to sit on that blank land for nothing. Here's what's ultimately going to happen. It'll pro I, I really believe this. If they truly want to keep them here, it'll be the first professional sporting arena built on res land. Ooh. Because talking stick so Casino Arizona, mm-hmm. they have so much money. That whole area where our big top golf is, they're putting a Tiger Woods mini golf thing right next door. Yep. It's all on Resland next to that sweet casino. Mm-hmm. Uh the 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 Resland hosted um they built a little bitty thing for the um Phoenix Rising, the soccer team for a little bit. Sure. And uh yeah, dude. So I just really think like, okay, so you don't want us in Tempe. We're going to go up to Scottsdale and there's, there's stuff that can be, I mean, there's stuff up here, North Scottsdale. 
which would be a hit for an arena. North Scottsdale would be. But I really think it's going to probably go out by the casino, in between the casinos on some ground, right off the 101, right next to Talking Stick Resort. Mm-hmm. So, because yeah. then there's no votes. <laughs> that, accurate there. Uh, I just thought it was interesting in that, you know, it was a proposed, like, $2.1 billion stadium for hockey, which well, is insane in some respects. But then they were only asking for $200 million. That's it. That's the thing that people don't understand is it's $200 million. And people don't – it just comes back to, like, anything that people vote on. They don't do any research into anything. Most sure. of those things are funded on a luxury tax. Yeah. So if somebody stays in a hotel, if they go out to eat, if they take an Uber, yeah, they pay for it. Yeah. Okay. That's fine. Let them. Right. $200 million off of that kind of shit, pay for it in a year. Right. You know? Well. And, yeah. They probably could have snuck some out of marijuana tax here. We have that legalized. So, it's just, it's an insane thing, dude. Mm-hmm. It's just a frustrating thing. I get real fired up on the arenas because people that hate sports vote down arenas, but arenas are used for so much more than fucking sports. Correct. Yeah, they're in like, operation 365 days a year. Correct. There's, there's they're like used 40 every games. day. Yeah, absolutely. There's rarely a day where they're not used for some convention, event, meetings, you name it, right? They're 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 used constantly without a doubt yes and it was interesting you you talked about like these taxes and whatnot i remember that being like the big pushback up here in minnesota uh for for funding the u.s bank stadium and they got these you know the e pull tabs yeah that was how they were going to do it and they projected like 30 years it'll pay it off they paid it off in like seven years right the entire Whatever, and that was half funded by the Wills, half funded by the state. Right? Correct. Yeah. Fifty-fifty split, and that was almost a two billion dollar project too. Yeah. And so it paid off a billion dollars in seven years. And now by, the state has a thirteen billion dollar surplus because, like, yeah, there's a lot of these that that those e pull tabs like paid off a ton of fucking shit. Yeah. And they're like, shit, do we we end this? And it's like, well, why? Right. Like, keep doing it and maybe lower our taxes. I don't fucking know. Let people gamble. Yeah. Let people gamble. Speaking of, uh, little. uh, That was a good segue. Yearly prediction update. Um, So, essentially, weed, recreational marijuana use has been approved in the state of Minnesota. That's going to happen in like a month or two. Is it really? Yeah, it passed both the Senate and the House. It's going to the governor. They're like, you know, doing this, you know, <laughs> excuse me, they're doing the agreement of the bills, right, where they, they marry them up and make sure, like, you know, they're all in alignment, and then it'll go to the governor. He'll sign it, and we'll be able to do whatever yeah. uh, in a month or two. But then... They've also, like, gotten some really strong, um, what's the word I'm looking for, uh, concessions with respect to the sports gambling and essentially bringing the tracks in 
and not just doing, you know, sticking with the reservations. So now, you know, running aces and Canterbury, um, are in play, which is appeasing the half that was voting it down. So strong momentum that that could get done this year as well. Yeah. Hip hip hooray. That would be nuts. I'm, uh, I did see, and we didn't talk about it, but there was a couple weeks ago or a month ago where like all of the depth, the sheriffs across Minnesota were putting out like, don't pass the weed bill. Like it's going to be so bad. This, that, the other, whatever, dude. Okay. Don't care. Millions of people die every year from drunk drivers, right? Like it's whatever. I don't give a shit. And I don't care if you smoke or don't. Here's my big thing. The tax dollars that the state of Arizona has seen off that shit. One of my largest accounts is central Arizona college in Coolidge, Arizona. Mm-hmm. They got $1.7 million for upgrades to the, and the money had to go to their firefighter school and then their police academy and their first responders first. And they have one of the best welding departments in the nation. That's where I come in. They've gotten almost $600,000 of that money, the welding department. Wow. And so they just keep obviously spending it, right? Like it's there. Just from when? And then it's go. Just from pot, it's Prop 201C money here. And it's, yeah, dude, it's incredible. Like, and it's going to the junior colleges here. And that's good. That number is only going to go up. Mm -hmm. And so they're going to have literally the best of the best stuff for kids to come in and learn on across the board at this community college, which is great, right? Everybody wants kids to get back in the trades. That's incredible. So where do you have a bad time saying no, no? Like, where do you stay? I mean, how can you say, like, oh, it's bad? No, it's not bad. Okay. If it was meth, we would have a good conversation on how it's bad. Sure. But I think time and time again, marijuana has been proven to be like, well, it's really not that big of a deal. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, We got to let that go. Got to let that go. Just bring it in. Not 1970. Correct. You know? Yeah. 100%. 100%. Uh, did you see Minnesota? Montana is the first state to ban TikTok. Can you believe Governor John Dutton would do something like that? I can't. I thought he was all about freedom. I mean, it's kind of what, which is nuts here, too. We have a Democratic governor here in Arizona now, Katie Hobbs. And one of her first, the first things she did was she banned TikTok from all government funded entities. So, like, U of A, ASU Athletics, they had to shut their shit down. Like, that was one of her first things. I don't get all the China spy bullshit. If we're being honest, I go on my government's full of shit rant any day, any time. But it's fucking wild to me that you can't use TikTok in the state of Montana. Yeah, that's nuts. I just, I don't get it. Like... I equate it to, and I used to make this argument, and then somebody kind of put me in my place once where I used to rag on Walmart all the time. And I was like, What's your problem with Walmart, buddy? I shop at Target. Right? I bet you do. Right? I shop at Target. Walmart sucks. Right? Like, that was my position. And it's like, some, someone was like, Well, this is the same fucking store. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I suppose. You know, that makes sense. They are the same fucking store. It's just. One's just got a way better grocery department. Yeah. Than the other. It, it's. TikTok. I, yeah. Okay. They're owned by China. Right. Well. Like, what do you, like, do you not, do you think like China has no investment money in Facebook and Twitter and well, maybe not Twitter now because Elon bought it all, but you know, and, and Instagram and all like they're in everything. Right. Like, why are, why are we so worked up about this? What do you think they're doing? You know, I really thought at first when they were going to start banning this stuff, that it was like, uh, people are spending too much time on it, which I was like, hand to God, that was me. I had to take it off my phone. I only have it on my iPad now because it's too easy to just get caught up. It's only sure. got 10 free minutes. Right. And then it turns into 30 and it's like, been what there. Do I do? Yeah, been you there. know, so I thought, oh, this could be a big positive. But then it's like, oh, it's because of the Chinese. Okay, here's the deal. Every national, every country has an extremely good hacker on their staff. And everybody can find out everything about everybody. Hence the Facebook lawsuit right now where everybody can go sign up to get their piece of almost a billion dollars. Right. Yeah. So like your personal information has been sold a hundred times over to somebody. A, a million. Uh, yeah. And say something around your phone and then watch an ad right. pop up on anything. Yeah. Right. So right. I don't give a shit anymore. Uh, everybody's always worried about stupid shit and we carry around a tracking device. Right. So like, yep. if you want to go crazy, throw your cell phone in the fucking river right now. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. It's, uh, it, well, it's the Chinese government. It, man, you think they're better than Google? You think they're better than Apple? Right. Just because, or they're not as good as, you know, you think Google's better than them, right? Just because right. they're from the United States? Absolutely not. They keep track of fucking everything you do. Mm-hmm. Everything, right? I remember uh, Apple Maps, Right, the first, and I don't know if you've ever seen this, right? Like, but the first time I got in my car, and it says X amount of minutes to home. To home. This is this is where, like, really, okay, right? You know where I live, fine. And it always does that. But then at, I'm just on Thursday at six o'clock. My kids mm-hmm. have ninja, and I get in the car at five thirty. And it suggests that I go to Ninja. Yeah. The first yeah. time he did that, I was like, wow. All right. Because I don't use Apple Maps. Right? And I just remember seeing it pop up, and I was like, huh. Yeah. I remember some shit. the first time I ever saw that, I used to go every Thursday night out to Brandon Splinter and his wife Denver's house for supper when I was still living back home. And it would say, it said, the first time I caught it, it said, like, 14 minutes to Carol Lane, right, to their house. And I was like, what the fuck? But now, like, when I was recording on Wednesdays every day at 5 for my pod at the studio, I'd get in my car and it'd say, 26 minutes to Pod Populi. Yep. Yeah. And I was like, so nuts. Yeah. But, I mean, it just, 
it picks up your habits. Yeah, and you don't think they're not selling that to mm-hmm. everyone? Mm-hmm. They're not only selling that to American companies. Mm-mm. They are selling that information to anyone who will write them a check. Right? And also, you, you're a crime doc guy, too, right? Oh, yeah. Getting away with m- murder in 2023 would be impossible if you own a smartphone because they could literally pull that record and be like, how come every other week you went to this place at this time, but this week you went way to this other place at this time. Correct. hundred percent. They know, they know your habits. Right. And I don't give a shit. Come for us. I don't care. Right. Like, to me, I that's the grand scheme of thing. I think it's so wild that people are so worried what the Chinese government might know about somebody. Yeah. Uh, I don't like it. I'll be like a hand up. I do not like that. Mm-mm. That being said, I've made peace with it, and I just mm-hmm. know they all do it, and now I am a product that is sold mm-hmm. um, between companies all the time. And, you know, circling back, it's up to me whether or not I choose to fucking take offense to it. The smartphone has made my life significantly easier in a lot of respects, and that's something I gave up in order for that. We could all go back to the Stone Age and have landlines if everybody would like. That's the only solution. Yeah, no thanks. Because as long as you're carrying that fucking thing around, it doesn't matter what app is on there or what, you know, samsung versus apple phone you're fucking carrying they're all doing the exact same fucking thing Mm -hmm. keeping track of everything you're looking at how long you're hovering over an ad how long you're watching video a b c or d and they're plugging that into their algorithms to get you other shit to sell you more shit yeah dude so just fucking you gotta deal with it you do it's life now it is it is. Congrats, Montana. Good Congrats, John Dutton. Yeah, good for you. Sell your cows for beef. Shit. Shit. Cheer about EA Sports? I didn't. Uh, college Football 24? Oh, well, I've had that on the radar for a while. They're now al- they are allowing, or they just announced that now all the college football players can opt in to the game. And if they agree to opt in, obviously they'll get a cut. They haven't worked all that out yet, um, but I'm assuming it'll be a revenue share of the profit of the game. Um, you know who can't? Who? Notre Dame players. Oh, really? Why? The University of Notre Dame is the only Division One school that hasn't signed on yet. Oh, to the NCAA game? Yep. Interesting. But their players so, can do NIL deals. Correct. But they haven't signed on to that. So I'm sure, yes, there'll be some kind of revenue sharing, and it probably won't be much. Let's be real. Right? They'll probably say, you you get a free copy of the game, whatever. I don't know. It, it can't be that much. If you get every college player to, to do it. Well, they, did, but, they said it's going to be equitable. Right? So if... You know, with all like, if Bryce Young had signed mm-hmm. on, he was going to get the same amount as the left guard from Iowa, mm-hmm. right? Like they were all going to get the same amount. 
uh, whatever it was going to be. Right. You know, I would, I would imagine it'll probably be, you know, a thousand bucks. Yeah. A thousand, fifteen hundred, two thousand bucks. Right. And a yeah, copy of the game. Saying. Right. Right. Uh, now maybe as the game progresses, right. And they're like, all right, we want Bryce young to be on the cover. That dude gets a little bit more. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they're, I think that'll be fucking dope, man. Yeah. I'm not going to lie, dude. That game is going to take over my life for a little bit when it comes yeah, out. I cannot wait. We're gonna I, st- have- I still play college football 14. <laughs> I have my PS3 right here. When you guys jump off because it's 2 in the morning for you, I stay up and play a couple games of college football every night. I respect Every that. Friday night. I respect and that. It's just a blast. It's a fun game. And now for it's sure. going to be so – I hope it's sweet. I hope it's cool. I hope it doesn't suck because a lot of EA stuff sucks. That's besides the point you're talking on, but – I am so juiced up for that game. Correct. Same. We're let's uh we're gonna have to take like a couple days off work. Mm-hmm. And you know, maybe run through a couple seasons of Dynasty and see how it goes. I think we'll have to do a squad. You can do like a dynasty. We'll all have to pick a big ten team. Love that. Well play each other. Let's not go there. Yeah, Dahl can have Iowa. That's fine. Well, right. And then you take Minnesota and the rest of us are fucking who else? Like, we have no, no allegiances. I, I, I'd take anybody. I just wouldn't be Wisconsin or, right, fine. I'll be or Iowa. I'll be USC. Yeah, I could be UCLA. <laughs> I'll take Caleb and Williams. Whoever else. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, dude, that's going to be so cool. I know it's very nerdy of us, but. Don't that care. Was, that is easily the best video sports video game ever made. hundred uh, percent. Almost fails out of college playing it. Yeah. I mean, it's just been <laughs> great forever from the PS one to, to, to the PS three when it stopped. Mm-hmm. Like it was just great. dude. Yeah. That is going to be a problem. Can't wait. Can't wait. Uh, what else, man? Well, I'm going to segue into our final part. Segue. But last week, I was really excited for for major golf. Yes. And after today, I'm just like, what the fuck's going on? Why are you? I didn't get a watch. Okay. Like, Rambo's at six, six over. I mean, there was, at one point, there was only 12 guys under par. Yeah. It's not, it's still not much. Uh, tied for 10 is one under everybody else. So tied. So there's 20 guys under par right now. And some guys are yet to finish. I understand. So that number could fall. Mm-hmm. Uh, three of the guy, four of the guys haven't finished that are one under. So just crazy. And then of all fucking people, Bryson was in the lead. Thank God. Is it Eric Cole? Is that who that is? Yeah. Shout out Eric Hopefully Cole. Hopefully he hangs on tomorrow because I cannot <laughs> have Bryson in the lead. Yeah. PGA Championship. I mean, like, look, it's a major. It's sweet. I'm, de- you know, I'm not going to not watch it. Mm-hmm. But that is always the least appealing major to me for a, just a billion reasons. Um, and I especially hate it now. That they made it the second major. Yeah, that's going to change, it sounds like. I listen to a lot of PGA radio these days. Sounds like they're going to try to push the PGA championship 
towards the end before the FedEx Cup championship or that last event. It's going to be like the last major. That's what it always used to be. I know. They're going to try to get back to that, and they're going to try to have it in, like, better places than Buffalo, New York, you know? Well, look, like, that course is fucking insane. Mm -hmm. It's a worthy test of golfing ability and skill. Right. No doubt about it. I mean, that thing, I feel like that's one of the only courses that's hosted, you know, a U.S. Open, a U.S. Amateur, a Ryder Cup. Like, it's hosted everything with the exception of the Masters, right, in the British Open. So it's it's a legit test, no doubt about it. It's not a smart move to do it. I mean, I think it snowed there a month ago. And there was a fucking well, it wasn't frost three delay. weeks ago because JT yeah. got lit up in his interview. Right. Well, there's a fucking frost <laughs> frost mm-hmm. delay this morning. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. I mean, and and that that to me, like what happened today, suspending play because of darkness, because they couldn't get a fucking round in. I get it. Mm-hmm. It happens on occasion. But that purely happened because they scheduled this event in a place where it could still be you could still get frost and right nothing wrecks like a a major's momentum that because i want to bet on it right and so tomorrow when round one finishes we're gonna have like i don't know 30 minutes to maybe place bets on round two before it starts Right. Whereas if it had finished today, you got all night to think about it. Yeah, I want this in a three ball or, you know, this four, you know, whatever you want to do. You can't do that now. Right. You're going to have to knee jerk react and maybe that'll work out for you. Good for you. But like for us, like we can't place any bets on that now, like tonight Mm -mm. on that because we just don't know what what it's going to look like. Sucks. Mm -hmm. Sucks. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, I just that. And then, yeah. The fact that like a lot of the big names did not do Are well, not doing well. <laughs> no. is is a tough look. And I feel like this is always one of those majors where you get the randos that win. Like Jason Duffner won it one year. Yeah, he did. I saw I was looking just for DFS purposes to see, you know, who's played well and I put my three lineups together for a Millie Maker, you know, spent seventy five bucks, but it's just one of those things it's like you pick these guys and then, you know, especially with like Rombo not doing well. And there's so many of them not even shooting par. It's like, what is yeah. going on? But I do think after tomorrow, I think we talked about it with the Masters too and with all the wind and stuff. And like they were projecting the winner of this tournament to be at like seven or eight under for the weekend, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's not going to be a 16, 17 under guy. It could be, but probably not. Yeah. I think there's going to be a lot of shaking and moving tomorrow. And I think a lot of people are going to make the cut of the 156 person field. Like you could have a hundred people make this cut. Yeah, you could. Cause what is it? Top 50 and ties. Uh, This it's 70. It's top 70. I think 70 or 76 in ties for this. Jeez. Cause the field was 156. Wow. That's a lot. Yeah. A lot going into the weekend. So, yeah, mm-hmm. we'll see what tomorrow, like, 
That'll be the test. I don't know what the weather's supposed to look like tomorrow up there, but the course is hard. The rough is nasty. It's borderline U.S. Open-like. Mm-hmm. If you miss a fairway, you are struggle city, and they redid a lot of those greens. Those bunkers are deep. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> you know, you can't fucking miss, so uh, these dudes are struggling. It's been interesting mm-hmm. to watch when I did watch. <laughs> That's the top 70 at Oak Hill this weekend. Okay. okay. Top 70 in ties. So, really, right now, I mean, I think the cut is two or three over. Mm-hmm. So, that's that's a lot of guys. Yeah. It's a lot of guys. Absolutely. Well, yeah, two or three. It's just insane. Yeah, whereas, plus two. So right now, 70 Plus. with ties, so it'd be, yeah, it's three over right now is, yeah. is the cut line because sick tied for 63rd. Yep. Jeez. Just insane. Joel Damon's at plus four. Come on, Joel. Yeah. And Romer's at plus six. He was at four. Jay Day's at plus six. I think there's a lot of guys that are back there that – could make a push web. You know, there's just a lot of decently big names mm-hmm. that could put on a show tomorrow and really climb this list. So it'll be interesting, man. It's, it's cool. I do. I just love major golf, man. Major, basically because you get a bet on more things. And it's just, yeah. it's fun, but I'm with you. This is probably the most underwhelming one of the bunch. Yeah. And I don't, I don't have much going on tomorrow, so I'm looking forward to uh, doing a little work with that thing on right next to me and diving into it because I didn't get a chance to today. Same. Same. Hopefully it finishes this weekend. Sure it will. They think they don't expect a frost delay tomorrow, so they think they'll be back to back to even by oh, tomorrow. Hey, hey, love it. So, Brunch. Si, senor. Excellent. Um, should we get to some bets? Let's do it, doggy. How'd you end up last week? You're not well, I don't think. I really I really don't think I've done well recently again. I think you ha- I think I had you at I think I went one and two or Yeah, one for two. You got the any two day Hatton and Scheffler top five and they all three finished top five. Yep. Yep. That's nice. That's mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, I went two for three, and I would even say two and a half for three. Um, well, that's not how it works. I know, I know, I know. Fucking cracking. It fucked me on my parlay. I know. But, um, yeah. Got the twins, got the nuggets, and then missed the parlay. So I'll take Love it. it. I'll take it. What do, you got, what do you got cooking this week? What are you into? Well, it is also... The Belmont. Ooh. Or the Preakness, excuse me. The Preakness is this weekend, mm-hmm. not the Belmont. So back on my horse train, uh, I am taking the number eight horse, first mission across the board, $30 to win a max of 291 The lowest is, uh, I think, eighty-seven twenty-two. I can win there. So that's my first bet. What was that? Who is that? 
the weakness, the horse race. Yeah, but who did you have? Number eight horse, first mission. Okay. Like I that. think he's at five to two, uh, five to two to win it. Nice, nice. So is Mage the favorite? Yeah. Gotta be. I believe so. Right. And he's like in the three hole. Which is this only this? Uh, let's He's see. He's the only Kentucky Derby horse, horse. that's in this yep. race. I'll look it up here for you. Which I hate, by the way. I hate that they do this now. Like everybody, like just sits out. So what makes I the know. Triple Crown so hard now is that everybody sits this one out, except mm-hmm. the Kentucky Derby winner. So then when they get to, um. Belmont, or wait, Preakness, Belmont, whatever, whatever the last one is, not a horse yeah. racing aficionado, um, but when they get to the last one, all the horses from the Derby are fresh, or at least they've been rested right. a month, uh, and this guy will not have been if he wins this one, so makes it tough. It is only an eight horse race though, too, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which is different, but and I get Mage going because you win the Derby, you want to try to go win the Triple yeah, Crown. Yeah, got to. If you're yeah. the owner, you have to try. You're trying to get Which, those. Shout out, shout out the collective the or collective. whatever they call them. What a sweet name! Like the collective. Yeah. We're the collective. Yeah. I love that. Um. So. All right, my so I you and I like you had asked me if I wanted to place any bets on the PGA championship. And I think I threw like six at you, uh, mm-hmm. two outrights, a bunch of other, like, you know, top fives. We'll shoot 69, blah, blah, blah. Uh, I think honestly, like a lot of those are dead. All of them are dead except Scheffler to win. So, and there's another yeah. one of, I think I, two dudes that are alive that just have to finish top five, including. So you Tyson. have, the ones you have alive that haven't been canceled out, which they're going to be Scotty, Rory, John, Rom, all the shoot 69 are better in round one. That's gone. Yeah. It just hasn't yep. taken it away yet. J day and Dustin Johnson to both finish in the top 20, including ties still technically out there. Going to be a long road to hoe for J day. Yeah. And then Rory and Xander to finish in the top 10, including ties and then both your winners. Okay. Um, but yeah, so I think I got Scheffler at plus 700 when I did that. Now he's at plus 230, mm-hmm. which is interesting. So I'm going to back that up and go DJ to win currently plus 700. Nice. Love it. All right, my next one is not trying to gamble a ton on baseball because it's really tough to bet on, but I've been doing some researching, and in baseball you can bet, like, inning results, you know, who's going to win the inning or a tie. Yep. What inning do you think has the lowest scoring outside of the ninth? Because the ninth inning is a lot of times just a half, you know, so that's obviously number one across the board. Third. 
Close. It's actually the second. Okay. Yeah. I when, as soon as I said third, I should have said I was in my head. I said should have said second because yeah. if you're scoring so, in the first, you're getting to the back half of the of the batting order in the second inning with your starter who's still fresh and they haven't seen all his pitches. Right. So it's the lowest scoring. I've been watching this, so I'm gonna try to see how long I can run this. I'm looking at couple different things to find the game, but I'm just betting on one every day to see how long I can carry it out. But tomorrow I have D-backs at Pirates second inning tie minus 170. D-backs I like that. Second inning tie. Alright, and I'm going to do a same game parlay. I'm doing twins to cover the one and a half spread. Tack on a Buxton home run and an Otani home run. And that's plus 3,097. So if you hit one of those, are you going to go a third of an inning on that guy? Yeah. I'm going to claim it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. We'll have to write. We'll have to write the handle. <laughs> uh, so my last one, I locked it in just before we started the pod. I was looking at what the, where all the odds have moved. Um, I'm going to take Rombo to win plus 12,000. I put it on five to win 605. It's plus 12,000. Honestly, if that guy climbs back and makes the cut and they're just right there, there's nobody that I believe in more to make up six strokes over two days. Okay. So if he can get, if he can shave off three or four tomorrow, I really like it. If not through $5 to the win, but uh, I'm a big fan of that payout for the world. Number one. I like that. I like that dude. Um, Hold on, I want to see what happened here tonight. All right. Um, damn it. I thought the Lakers won tonight, but the Nuggets Mm-mm. won. It's going to take the Nuggets tomorrow. But, or on Saturday. Well, yeah, tomorrow when this comes out. But that's out. So... Also, you know, F1 got canceled this weekend. Formula Uno. Did it really? Yeah. Apparently there's some flooding where they were supposed to be racing, so they just had to Where are they at? Comfrey, Minnesota? I think they're in Italy, like Imola mm. or something. Never heard of her. I don't know how to pronounce that. Uh, so I'm going to go. It's the all-star race this weekend. For NASCAR? Yeah what it says oh. all-star race in charlotte looking at this uh so on friday now let's go to sunday no mm-hmm. hmm. all right we'll go no we'll just go outright to win uh william byron i like it not betting on uh, Kyle Larson, 
even though he's the favorite. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go William Byron plus 750. Love it. Love it, dog. Some big bets out there. I like this. I like that action. Yeah, but bet NASCAR is cool. Bet NASCAR is real cool. It's fun. Turn left. Turn, turn left. Turn left again. In a quarter of a mile, turn left. Speaking of, I heard you and Ty having a conversation about F1. That was in uh, I just wanted to jump in. I just wanted to jump in, bro. Yeah. We already hashed this out. I'm not trying to convince you, but I just wanted to jump into that conversation when you guys were having it. It was fun. This is a fun convo. Yeah. I like I said, it just doesn't make a lot of sense to me. So someday maybe it will. Yeah, if I have a B billion, then I will. Then I'll pay attention to Formula One. I think that's kind of where you gotta be in life. Uh, oh, okay. Hundreds of millions of billions for it really truly matter to you. Okay. Gotta be in- as an American. Gotcha. 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 Gotta be invested yeah. in it. Gotta be like an owner. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, maybe. Maybe I'll buy a couple of Formula Un cars. Respect that. So. We could start a Formula Un con- collective. Yep, the back to even team. Oh. Black team cars. Team back to even. Just black. Yeah, how sweet. Be fucking nasty. We'd have to pay Max Verstappen because I ain't having anybody else. We'll have Max Verstappen <laughs> and Lewis Hamilton. And we'll never lose a race. It's just because he's in that shitty Mercedes car. That's yeah. what I've been told. Yeah. I'd rather have George Russell, but neither here nor there. We'll, we'll he cross sounds that like bridge. the lead singer of One Direction. Of Wham. Of Wham, yeah. <laughs> Terrible name. George Russell. Very British. Very British. He likes crumpets. And his tea. <laughs> Governor. Throw it in the river. Back on that. Um, yeah, dude. Uh, it was Is two hours and ten minutes a good one for you? No, that's solid. That's, yeah, that's a good that's one. That's a long one. Appreciate it. It's a long yeah. one, brother. Been a minute since we hit two-hour mark. For sure. 100%. We didn't draft a goddamn thing tonight. Mm-mm. That's usually. And I left one thing out. Oh. Too. I was just looking at my notes, but we don't have to touch on no, it. No, what else you got? I was just going to bring up McAfee, dude. Yeah, that's wild. It is wild. Single-handedly saving ESPN. I really believe that. <coughs> I will just say I don't understand the move. Money. So how much do you think? Because he, he's in the middle currently of a four-year, like $125 million fan duel deal. Backed out of it. I know. So, like, how much more do you think he's going to be fucking making? So the rumor is that Pat himself is going to get $10 million a year for for ESPN for the show, just himself, and then the other guys are going to get paid too. So the total deal for the Pat McAfee show hasn't come out yet, released to the public. But the biggest thing that I love is he has to have complete control, mm-hmm. creative control, 
they said they can't say fuck as much. That's that's their number. That's their only rule. And um, all the guys get a stay, and that it's still broadcast on YouTube every day. Yeah, because they didn't want that. And he said he's always said this show will always be free in some way, and it'll be free on YouTube. Right. So there it is. So that yeah. So if he was making. Or I shouldn't say he was making. FanDuel was paying him $125 million to put on this show for four years. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he had to pay his people. Right. He had to, you know, put on the production. He had rented this space and all. So, do you, like, was he not making at least that? That's crazy. I don't know. Because when, <laughs> if you look back at the, at the FanDuel video when they got that money, they gave a ton of it away. Mm-hmm. Like so much of it away to different organizations and like back to his high school and all that stuff. Like they gave a bunch of money away. Sure. And now they're backing out of it. And I, I mean, I'm sure the guys on the show do well, but I don't know, but $10 million a year to Pat himself. That's crazy. That's, I mean, that's Rogan money. Rogan got a 10-year, $100 million deal with Spotify. Uh, that's the number one podcast in the world. I thought his was three. $300 million? Uh-huh. Oh, I thought it was just a hundo. Mm-hmm. I think Which is probably leaving Spotify here shortly, too, but different story, different time. Um. But if you ask me, right, and I get it's not the same number of viewers, right, but he's kind of like it right now in this this space, right? And he's only going to be making $10 a year to produce content, four hours of content a day when Tony Romo... Makes like 18. Yeah. I mean, that's one way to look at it, I guess. That doesn't seem right. Yeah, I get what you're saying. But then they, they, the show must get, they, they have to be getting some of the revenue, right? The ad revenue base. I'd love to see those negotiations yeah. because I mean, right now he just, I mean, yeah, I don't know, dude. It's, it's an interesting thing. And what does ESPN bring to the table? Obviously it takes them to another level, right? It's going to be on ES actual cable every day. Yep. It's going to be on ESPN plus every day and YouTube. That's a lot of spaces mm-hmm. that they didn't get a cover before. And it's probably back on Sirius. I'm sure it'll slide in at some point, be back on Sirius. Right. So that's huge, too. And I get what, what, yeah, I I don't know. It just doesn't seem. hmm. I mean, again, good for him. He clearly knows what he's doing with respect, you know, and and is making a deal that he feels is, is best. But that math just in my head ain't mathing. Yeah. No, I feel you. I just I just think it's so sweet to 
really watch a guy build his own brand. Oh, I mean, you know, yeah, he was a punter. Then he was at Barstool and it was him and $20 chef Mm -hmm. on the Pat McAfee show. And then they left and then they started building this whole thing. And it was Barstool Indianapolis for a minute. And then he's like, yeah, I'm done with this. You guys taught me how to do it myself. And he's always just bet on himself. And that's, I think, the biggest thing. Yeah. And I think, you know, someday it'll probably be Pat McAfee Network, you know. But I'm sure the doors that open, I bet those goons will get to call their own college games next year. Yeah. You know, like they do their own stream for one of the playoff games and then the national championship where it's just Pat McAfee show. But I'm sure like top to bottom, it'll be him and AJ Hawk in the booth and all the guys on the sideline messing around, you know, like hundred percent. It's just going to be interesting. Yeah. I mean, that's the way this stuff is rolling. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, I don't know if you saw, but Barstool sports or the foreplay pod is, Essentially, they're going to commentate, comment, commentate, yeah, um, a corn fairy event, mm-hmm. which is pretty cool. Um, another like golf podcast is part of the PGA Championships, the No Laying Up group. Okay, um, they're a bit more like serious golf hardo, right? Uh, compared to like foreplay, <coughs> um, but that's. That's where they're going, right? Like that's what these these stuffy old networks are turning to because their formulas are broken and you know, the world is in, you know, one minute and thirty minute sound bites or thirty mm-hmm. second sound bites, uh, you know, in your TikTok re- videos and your Instagram reels. And these right. guys are those those groups are killing that game. And now they're getting these opportunities, the kind of legacy media opportunities because of it. Right. (laughs) Which I think will be interesting to see how that works for them. Right. You know, like we have, we have good clips, Mm -hmm. but if we had to call something that lasted six hours, how good would it be? Right. Right. And I think it would probably, it's, you're going to see some of that with them as well. Um, because that is an art, like doing what Jim Nance does or calling a professional football game. And, you know, people might hate Joe Buck, but he's but really he's fucking good at what he does. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. That is not an easy job. No. Even though we all think it, oh, how hard can that be? Well, it's pretty tough. Yeah. It's, You've done that, and I've done that at a smaller scale. I've done high school games. You did a college game or two for a minute. Yeah. Right? Like, it's not it's not an easy thing to stand behind the microphone and and talk to nobody, essentially. You're talking to the to, – it's you and I talking <laughs> about what we see, and yep. the world is listening. Yeah. But it's just so crazy, and I think the biggest thing with Pat is that they saw – when Aaron basically came on and was giving his decision, mm-hmm. they had at one point, I think 600,000 people watching on YouTube. Yeah. So imagine if that was on ESPN, right? They're like, okay, how many more viewers does that bring in? For sure. And that's probably in a million households now, you know? So, yeah. which a lot of daytime shows aren't doing that. 
So it'll be, it'll be interesting, man. It'll be interesting. Absolutely. Absolutely. So good for him. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, when you see people like that have that type of success from taking that leap and betting on themselves and just keep doing what they think is right. That's fucking awesome, man. And it should be inspiring, you know, whatever walk of life you're in. Um, Always. Because that's how you do it. You know, blaze your own trail. um, Cut your own path and see what the fuck happens. That's right. Love it. All right, brother. You look like you're doing the pee-pee dance. Oh, no. I'm just playing with this golf ball. (laughs) Love that. I'm going to play with a spinner. Nice. My top. Nice. I used to tell people you have until this stops spinning to talk. Wow. When what a business work. negotiation. I'm going to use that. I'm going to get a spinner. I'm going to get a top. <laughs> they were my employees. I'd be, like, I'd be like, what's up? I'm busy. You have until that stops. Go. <laughs> what a dickhead, dude. <laughs> it was always a joke. Anyways, um... Yeah, everybody listening, appreciate it. Thanks for sticking around. If you did stick around, uh, it means a lot to us. I uh, hope you guys have a great weekend. Enjoy the NASCAR. Enjoy playoffs. Enjoy fucking major. Enjoy the horse racing. All of it, man. It's a good weekend. Good time to be alive. Have fun. And, uh, yeah, catch you all next Praise week. God. Ben, do your thing, boy. All right. Appreciate y'all. Please like comment share subscribe unsubscribe subscribe again rate five stars be good everybody whatever you do get back to even why you gotta be up in my business please leave me alone i ain't being rude swear that i just like my privacy it ain't nothing wrong if you're choosing not to ride with me i got a sidekick you know how batman robin be oh bonnie and clyde my feelings is down to ride Doggy jump in the fence. I ain't say a word, let shorty say give me dance. Oh, that was your girl, she screaming my government. <laughs>